What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian, right out of Oklahoma City, and I got to do something here. Okay, I did something on my end. All right, we are hanging out with Joey Arena from the band Outlier. Yeah, I did say it right. It does have a V in it, but it is Outlier. And, you know, I'm sure you get asked this a million fucking times uh, when you do podcast shows or whatever. Why the V? So I'm going to go ahead and be one of those generic guys and ask the same stupid question. And you're going to explain it for the hundredth time, and that's okay. All right. <laughs> the explanation gets shorter and shorter every time, so it's good practice. Okay, good. Two reasons. One, I'm all about the V. Two, the reason being is because <laughs> back in Roman alphabet, Greek alphabet, there was, uh, there was no U in the alphabet. So there was no vowel U. The V acted as the harsh sound of a, a V and the vowel U. So... I did it for branding, corn with the K, Limp Biscuit, spelled all fucked up. I right. love it. it. It's, you know, it, with Google and everything now, um, at the time, the only thing that was out was the book, The Outliers. Plug in, it's a good book. Okay. But um, I wanted to be separated from that. And I wanted just a good Google search. And you could find everything on us and just do that. But. And that is that and in that sense it is smart to do that because if your name was just Outlier and you Googled it, who knows what else? I mean, I didn't Google it, but I'm sure a lot of other things might come up with sure. a very similar name to to that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And and on top of that too, it's like uh, you know, there's there's just ha- having that branding, I think is like a big thing, honestly, in today's yeah. days. And I just wanted to make it also confusing enough to where it, it you do kind of fumble around trying to understand it and pronounce it and all that stuff. And then, I mean, you could just, you'll just remember it. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, dude. And I'm look, so Ava's not here tonight and she doesn't need to defend herself because I was in the wrong, but she literally said, she goes, I think they're called outlier. And I said, no, I don't think so. And, and she, and then we sat there and talked about it for like two minutes or something on the phone. And she was like, you're still talking about it. And I was like, well, you're right. I am still talking about it. She goes, so technically it's a win for the band. And I was like, yep. yeah, I guess, I guess you're right. So that was kudos, it. Kudos to you, Ibby. You're not here. And you didn't even have to defend yourself because you were right. And I was wrong, which is, t- I'm typically wrong anyways. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of used to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go back to, so you started the band, correct? Correct. Okay. So how did that, how did that how did that whole thing start? Because we're going to get into your other band also that you were in. But let's go in and get the start of this band and how you got the members to join. Um, so if you're talking about the band before this band, um, so what had happened, um, I was in a band before this. And um, I had, I wanted just to part ways with pretty much all the members. Um, there was a lot of ego. We were not writing music for ourselves. There was a lot of hands in the pot. Um, we started, you know, being under, you know, the umbrella of, you know, a major that I cannot discuss. Um, right, right, right. And that, that band, we'll go ahead and say, was, was it Youngblood? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. the band. And, uh, you know, I, I just, some of the guys, we just did not get along. Um, and I just, we did one tour, our, our last tour, and we actually broke up getting ready to go out on tour. Like we used Cleveland as a halfway point, broke up on tour and me and the guitar player, Chris 
we're like, you know what, let's not thrash our name with the promoters and the agents. So we went out and did an acoustic tour and kind of explained like briefly and diplomatically, like why we're out doing acoustic. And then we got home. Uh, well, we, the stop ended in Cleveland. We're like, we're not ready to go home. Let's go to Florida. I don't want to think about music. So we just beeline for Florida spontaneously. And I didn't want to think anything. So, right. uh, so we just kind of like just decompressed, took a break from music. And then uh, I had this like, I just went to the like the Gulf every day in Florida. And I just mm-hmm. really was like doing some serious soul searching. I'm like, I, I need a break from music, but I need to get back to my roots of music. Like what, who am I as a musician? Cause guitar is my forte. I started playing guitar when I was 11 mm-hmm. and then I became a vocalist. So I was always kind of like writing music, but as a front man, I would just playing live. I would always just be the vocalist. So after, so after you left a uh, young blood, which was a really a different style. Oh my God. So the outliers to me kind of reminded me of like that post pop punk kind of emo yeah I, I think you had a mullet in one of the music videos I did. <laughs> I was like, but you know back in 2008 like early 2000s i was kind of coming back kind of. Not, uh, kind of a little bit in oklahoma it was and i thought i was like i just moved here around that time and i was like people in oklahoma still wear mullets but i didn't realize that it was actually coming back into style the same time i yeah i moved here but the, but outliers completely different so is it fair to say that you were just finding yourself as a musician and really kind of discovering what you wanted to do music wise in order to advance your career. Yeah, man. I, you know, I got is young bloods was like, I, I had signed four shitty record deals in my life and it just seemed to have gotten worse and worse and worse. And outlier was a rebirth and uh, of who I am as a musician. And I was like, dude, yeah. I picked, I picked up guitar because of Kurt Cobain. Like I, I got into music, right. you know, my my heroes in music are guys that were really like fuck you and that's really like the attitude that i kind of like what i was about and i'm sitting here like i was playing into the suits i was playing into what people wanted me to sound like and whoever was like i'll back you if you do this and so when i was creating the record for outlier um i kind of disbanded with chris because uh it was it was very civil it was very good i was kind of like yo go do your thing um, he kind of went, settled down a little bit in Connecticut with with a girl at the time. And I was just driving to Cleveland for like a year and a half, writing and scratching and writing and scratching. And then I'm with Evan, my producer. And then one night he goes out and I'm sitting there and I'm watching like just videos. Like, I'm like, who am I? I just had this night of like, mm-hmm. who the fuck am I? And dude, I turned on a video of Corn and Woodstock. And, and 99 and I was just like and I watched them play blind live and I was like this is fucking heavy this is the shit I grew up on yeah. I as fucking new metal and grunge at heart through and through yeah I'm so fucking 90s it hurts like, <laughs> I know. In the 90s dude so like <laughs> so I was like you know what this is my roots this is what makes me happy I don't care if it's fucking cool and I know new metal has made a comeback but at that time mm. like when I started creating the record it wasn't fucking cool yet Right. And I was like, I don't care if it's cool. I just want to write for myself now and be happy again. So, you know, Slipknot self-titled, Corn self-titled, Corn Life is Peachy. Uh, you know, you got Deftones, Around the Fur, and Adrenaline. Like, that's what I grew up on. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to date myself, but I'm going to take my influence and my inspiration from what really made me whole, especially as a guitar player, and my attitude towards music. And it's like... I don't care if people want me to sound like this or portray myself like that. So 
I wrote the record. Um, and before I named the band outlier, I was going to name the record outlier, but I was like, okay. I was like, fuck that. I want to get out of my contract. I no longer want to be affiliated with young bloods. This actually doesn't even sound like young bloods. I grew as a yeah, vocalist. Sounds, sounds totally different. Real quick. I do want to say that. Sam says Sebastian wonders that nightly. Who am I? <laughs> Sam's my producer. He's always making fun of me on the show. Uh, Don's Don's in here. New metal has made a major comeback, and I have to admit, it is my favorite genre. Great. Sharon put "Who am I?" moments, but yeah, dude. But anyways, yeah, continue. Go ahead because uh, new metal. You know, I never thought it wasn't cool though. But I'm kind of a '90s dude, also. Like right. '90s, uh, '90s was, and the older I get. It's almost like I don't want to get stuck in that, especially doing a podcast. I want newer bands, but you know, but but Outlier doesn't sound it's new metal for sure, but it, it doesn't have that. Even though you're inspired by a lot of '90s grunge um, and metal, you don't really have that sound. You guys have a really cool, in fact, Bulletproof that we're gonna play later is like a fucking energetic, fast paced, like in your face kind of song. Sure. Yeah. And you know, and I'm glad you brought that up because so um, being inspired by something does not like, I don't want to recreate what's already been done, but I'm also not trying to reinvent anything either. So really it's just more or less taking my favorite elements of rock and metal and -hmm. just making it. And and the biggest thing is I want to keep my listeners guessing what the next song's going to sound like. So I'm always, always throwing a fucking curveball. And when I love when, you know, uh, just interviews or people are like, so you're, what, what would genre? I'm like, dude, it's rock slash fucking metal. You go to FYE, it's rock metal. That's where you'll find me. It's not, I'm not one genre. I will take elements of gents. I'll take elements of prog. I'll take elements of metal core and I'll, and I'll just do whatever the fuck I want, man, because that's really what it is. And it's really in the name. So before I named the band that I was going to name the record outlier. And then I sat and I literally read like Webster's definition of what an outlier is. I'm like, holy shit. If there's like one word to like sum up who I am and my way of thinking and everything about me, it's fucking outlier. It's like I, I march to the beat of my own drum. I don't have a religion. I don't identify with the politics. I don't like I don't give a fuck, man. And, that, <laughs> yeah. and it's like I love that attitude. And it goes, but it goes with people too, man. It's like right, I don't right, right. I don't care what you belong to. Like it doesn't like I don't get emotionally invested into what somebody else does. It doesn't right. it doesn't matter to me. And the people that I surround myself is all I just go based on if they have good character and it, like how they treat me, and that's it. It's old school. I don't care what you believe, what you want, what you identify. It has none of my business, man. Like that's all on you. And if you are happy and you accept yourself, that's all that fucking matters at the end of the day. And it does not matter what people think about you. So I don't give a fuck. And that's it. And I was like, this needs to be the name of the band because I'm tired of like cool, catchy names that like I can't identify with. I can't yeah. like emotionally be like, yeah, that, that name is, is cool <laughs> because of this. It's like, no, dude, that's it's just like, dude. but it's but I own a remodeling business, too. So it's like right, you want, you're a contractor, right? Yeah. So like ultimately you want to name that kind of like in my mentality, I always relate music to just owning a business because it's mm-hmm. a whole nother business. The same right, it absolutely it is. Yeah. And your branding is a big thing. And it's just yep. like it's your business. It's your storefront. What do you want to call it? What what represents you the best? And that's it. So do you feel like do you feel like being in your other previous bands and having some shitty deals brought you to this realization of fuck everyone? I'm doing something for me. And that, you know, and that's a big growing um, part of like for people's lives in general. 
when not even at the time it was negative, but maybe later on in life, you're like, you know, maybe it was had negative impacts at the time, but you learn from your mistakes or downfalls. Yeah. And that's, you kind of shed that, like, whatever, dude, I'm doing my own shit. And that's, and that's, that's awesome, dude. There's dude, there is, I, I try to be as optimistic as possible with everything. Every setback, man, there is a reason for it. There is, there is a lesson to be learned in every single thing. And if you look at it, like, you know, uh, oh, why is this happening? Or why is it doing this? Or why is it taking long? Or what? It's like, dude, there's a reason. Your time will come when you just got to, dude, it's just keep fucking going. There is no timeline. Just do what makes you happy again and yeah. stay true to yourself. And that's it. Yeah. So if it wasn't for those setbacks, honestly, I would have gotten lost in the mix up. Honestly, yeah. I, I wouldn't yeah. have had the soul searching moment and got back to what yeah. I love and all Everything that. that's negative, I hate when people get get shit on and they think, "Oh fuck, this is the end." I'm like, take that shit that you just learned, and and, and don't take it as shit. Take it as a stepping stone yep. and learn from it because you're never going to go back to that time right. where you felt like that like so badly. So everything negative always turns to a positive. At least that's my mentality, and if yep. that's that's everyone's mentality. That's all we grow as human beings, man. Um, Dawn wants to ask a question. Sure. She did say, um, which I think we kind of talked about already, but what positive lesson did you bring from past experience? Um, a positive, she's, t- she's, a positive, she's tough, man. She's tough. No, that, that's, <laughs> that's a, it's a great question. I just think that there's a lot of positive lessons. I think my favorite one that I learned, though, is to learn to let go. Mm. And it's really um, being a musician it, well, anybody with art and a, and a business owner, you, I'm sure mm-hmm. you may possibly be able to relate. There, there's a certain level yeah. of control that kind of comes with things. Yeah. And it's like, again, yeah. controlling a moment, controlling mm-hmm. the process, controlling the progress, like a lot of right. it. And it's, uh, I learned to just, the music industry is filled with more heartbreak than positivity. So it's like, brace yourself for impact, but also at the same time, do not like what's meant to be is meant to be. So learning to let go I learned that when I loosened my grip on things, mm-hmm. great things started coming to me. Because you don't care, you don't care as much, and also you, if you do it for the enjoyment of doing it, you're not going to get yes. let down. Yep. And, and I've, I've owned several businesses, so I have, yeah. So I, I get the business aspect of. It. I run this podcast a lot like a business as well. Yeah. But when you don't have high expectations or don't get so upset, you didn't get that contract, you didn't get that deal. Um, you didn't get what you wanted out of something. If you don't expect it and just, you all, obviously you want the things to come to you, sure. but it, and you, and you, you just don't want to put everything into it. Cause when you get let down, it's really hard sometimes. Right. But if you want to accept it, it's not, it's not so hard at the end of the day. Hell yeah, man. Yep. So, um, your song, your album came out in 2019, uh, what doesn't kill you? Was that a pretty successful? Was that a pretty successful album? You guys got a lot of followers right now. Yeah. So um, my when I dropped that record, um, I did two different things. So when I originally dropped it, I dropped it and released it for free, completely for free. And um, I I wanted just to. My goal was just to get the music out there. That was it. I know I'm gonna just keep releasing, keep releasing. And it's funny because so many of my friends in the industry are like. Dude, I can't believe you only dropped one record since like being a band since like 2013 or 2014, <laughs> 2015. Yeah. And it's like because it's um, I'm so strategic on when to drop a song because there's um, 
I mean, dude, you, you drop a record independently nowadays. If you don't have the proper team lined up, the proper funding, if you don't, if you're not smart with your moves, it's like driving a brand new car off the lot, man. You just devalue your shit fifty percent easily, yeah. and then you're yeah. then you're working against the current. You know what I'm yep. saying? Oh, so, yeah. like, and I honestly, years ago, uh, started watching hip hop and pop closely that they were dropping singles. So I was on the singles game a while ago. And because rock and metal mentality, like the musicians, the teams, the people, it's so right. fucking, it's so dated. Like you couldn't, you couldn't get it if you wanted to because your manager would have said, no, don't do it. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. and, and everybody questioned me, dude. My, my agents were questioning me. I was like, why do you want to do that? I'm like, pop and rap are moving. They're const- they've been constantly in the forefront. They're like the number one genre. So fuck you guys. Let yes. me do this shit. Yeah, yes, man. dude. Yes, and that's the problem, man. Rock and metal has so many elitists that we literally hold ourselves back. And that's the problem with things. So, like, I wanted I wanted to try something different. I wanted to think outside the box and just try it. You know what I'm saying? What am I going to lose throwing a single up there? Then Billy Corgan comes out, and he goes, I'm literally only dropping a single. And then finally, <laughs> when I have enough to release the record, I compile it all, make a deluxe edition, and there you go. Dude, fucking genius. That's it. We're in a streaming game now, man. It's yeah, different. It's not – you can't use the, the old model with the new game. It's not, not going to work. It's not – unless you have proper funding – and your team's lined up and it's really good. You'll have a successful release, but I'm not in that position right now. I want to play your song, but before I do, I do want to ask you, because it just popped in my head. Do you think, because rock, you know, rock music as a whole with metal anyways, especially is there's a lot less listeners. I think than there used to be like in the late nineties, early two thousands from like, especially with the, just in the past, and there's a lot of hip hop getting mixed in with rock music and rock musicians are starting to incorporate hip hop with do you. Do you think that's why? Because they feel like it's going to get a better name for themselves out there. Maybe draw a bigger crowd than just, than just metal. So I'll say this. I think what made the nineties great. I think it, to me, um, I'm a big eighties head. I love all things eighties, but I will say um, I personally think the nineties was the best decade of music. Um, all in all, all in all. And yeah. the number one reason, if you go back, I mean, you'll be able to agree, probably agree and understand this. Um, when you listen to major FM radio back in the 90s, mm-hmm. dude, I listen, I heard corn on the radio. You won't be able to hear a corn traditional uh, blind or anything like from Life is Peachy on the on the radio today. You don't think so? I don't, I don't listen. I listen to XM, man. So I don't know. Oh, dude, well, XM, yeah, you're, they're gonna play all that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, dude, you listen to the the rock. Half the rock stations have turned alternative, and the heaviest thing they're playing, dude, is like Breaking Ben, and it's like, which is great. Breaking Ben fucking rules. But it's like, you know, you can't like when I grew up listening to FM radio, dude. I heard Prodigy on the radio nonstop. I was even. Oh, yeah. I listened to the radio edit of Wait and Bleed on the radio. Like, dude, there, there was... Oh, yeah. there was all over the radio, man. And so it was kind of like the 90s really experimented. They allowed experimental music to be on the radio. And radio was fun back then. And it was diverse. It wasn't the same fucking 10 artists played over well, and over. Well, you know what it is? And I, I, don't, I don't know what it is, but, I, you know, there's only like two or three people that own all the radio stations right. in the United States... And so they're going to pick, you know, what they want for more, more listeners. When it comes to rock music, you got to play some old school Adidas by Korn. Yeah. You know? yep. Play some, play some Slipknot. I mean, they might play some Limp Biscuit. I, I don't know. Like, Cause that was kind of new metal, but you probably don't hear Deftones on there. And that's yep. why I heard uh, the White Pony album. You know, it was on 
Dude, change on the radio. Yeah. Change, change was nonstop on the radio. Girl. Yeah, I know. All right, but dude, okay, we have some people watching. I do want to play Bulletproof. This song, it doesn't take you back to the 90s or even early 2000s, but the way that you scream in the verse and the chorus, it reminds me of, I don't know why, and I could be completely wrong on this, but it, it, normally I'm wrong. It kind of reminds me of a little bit of Static X a little bit with the the, the, the the pace you're going and the speed you're going, which I love that band. So when I heard this song, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I have never heard of this band before. Well, I heard of you now. And let's play. Uh, hopefully, your phone's not dying, is it? No, we're good. All right, here we go with Bulletproof by Outlier. Morning. How you doing? Good, just getting your reports out. My profits are down 20%. I'd be surprised if you could close a fucking door behind me like I just did. Do your job better, or I'm going to find somebody who will. You got it?
Okay. So that fucking song is so sick, dude. Listen, listen. I want to tell you. Oh, I can find my. Let me find this banner real quick. I don't. Okay, I take it back. Not Static X. It's definitely more of a Slipknot feel with the verse. Okay, a little more Corey Taylor um, than Static X, dude. Look, I'm gonna tell you that is probably one of my top three favorite songs I've ever played on the show. Oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, I, dude, I'm on episode 172 right now. Damn, thank not, you, bro. Not, yeah, not discounting any other band. I love all the bands I've been on, dude, but that song easily, easily top three. It is fantastic, dude. That, thank you. That whole song from beginning to end, it's energetic. The bulletproof, the way you sing that, you bring that melodic feel back to it. And, dude, kudos. 100%. Thank you for being on the show. Dude. Like, that song is so good, man. Thank you, man. Yeah. Do you guys get any radio play ever? Yeah. So, uh, well, so Bulletproof, it was pitched to Octane, unfortunately. Um, there, we haven't heard anything back on it. But, I mean, very yeah, dude, Buried Me Alive and um, our song, Who We Are, have both uh, been on Octane. So um, Buried Me Alive went into full rotation. Who We Are saw a little bit on Octane, and that was okay. it. And it's funny because the week that it was pitched um, from Ashes Anew dropped – well, actually, they released a song 10 months ago called Bulletproof, but that Bulletproof went on Octane. So we were like, damn, shit. <laughs> so, that that's something that's wild but uh that was it though yeah unfortunately but i mean there's been radio stations that have picked it up um i i don't know so yeah but not octane <laughs> <laughs> well they you know they should and before we were about to close the podcast out but before we do i do have another question and it's funny that don don's who's commenting is my tuesday night co-host who comes on fridays and so she asked the question and i'm bringing it up for a reason she put bands like motionless and white and even stone sour has new metal vibes Go with your passion. It's there for a reason. I brought that up because you guys did have a Motionless in White concert in 2020 that you guys are going to play. You guys are going to play with them. It got canceled uh, because of COVID, I would assume, back in May. Did that get rescheduled? So, um, yeah, we had a full tour with Motionless. Um, that was going to be a phenomenal tour. I have talked to Chris. I've talked to the, the, the guys are uh, buddies of mine. They're great dudes. Um there's a little bit of talks about things, but now with, again, how things are getting canceled, yeah, it's like I can't – I really can't speak on anything more than that um, just because mm. we don't know and I have not gotten any further word. But there was talks about bringing it back in 2022. So and in 2022, you guys are going to the United Kingdom. Yeah, so our, our awesome. Europeans, our full uh, UK tour and Europe tour got rebooked for 2022. Um which is so funny because I didn't even know that until all the venues started retagging us on Twitter. So that's how, like, <laughs> that's how much of like, dude, the whole industry, like, see, and this is the thing, dude, I, I keep it fucking 100%. I don't care. I don't, I don't put on this like, yeah, fake it till you make it thing. Like, dude, the industry is a fucking shit show. Nobody knows what's going on. And it's just as simple as that. So like, I woke up and I called my manager and go, Hey, so I guess there were rebooked for 22. He goes, what? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Twitter, all, I, all the venues tagged us, so I guess that's it. So is it so weird to not have control? Imagine what it's like if you're like, let's say you're like a Ryan Seacrest, right? He's like all over the media. Right. I wonder if he even knows half the shit he's supposed to do until he's like told, "Hey, you got to be here today at this time." That's literally it. Yeah. And, and even on even on your level, you guys are touring. You know, you guys have great music. Um, and it's like even now, you don't even like there's things you don't even know till you're told. And you're already posted on social medias about things. Dude, I'll literally be the first to tell you and publicly announce it. We we just got incarceration fest 
and we don't even know when we can announce it, but I just announced, <laughs> but I just announced it. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully it works out. So hopefully it works out. So man, where can people go find your merchandise? What's the name of your website? So uh, you can go to outlier.emerch and more. Um, we do free shipping within the States. We have amazing customer service. So you can go there or you can go to outlier.co. Uh, I prefer the emerch and more because we have a whole uh, separate company that takes care of everything and mm -hmm. they will take care of you guys. And it's a 30 day return policy, whatever you need, all sizes, whatever you got. So. And uh, when you go to when you go to the website, it's O V T L I E R. That on I want to say it again. The spelling on my show is not misspelled. That is how it's spelled, but it's, it's pronounced outlier. Because yep. everyone's like, you spelt it wrong. Do you know? Like, I just want to let people know it's not spelled wrong. Nope. So I think it's very creative. I think your band's very creative. I look forward to hearing you guys on Octane. I'm sure you get a spot on there soon, man. I mean, the production and, and everything's just absolutely, absolutely awesome. Thanks for being on the show, dude. So me. much. I look forward to seeing the growth of your band. And, you know, that song you just came out with, honestly, I can't wait to hear what your next song that you come out with sounds like. Uh, it's yeah. that good of a song, you know? September 3rd. September 3rd, dropping a new one. That's right. Before my birthday, man. My birthday's on the 8th, so five days before the 8th, we got a new Outlier song coming out. Let me find my outro song. It's on here somewhere. And I want to remind everybody to go to www.theloudspot.net. We also got merch on all the podcast episodes on there, audio and videos, all on YouTube as well. Um, I'm trying to find the outro. Yeah, please go ahead and subscribe to my YouTube channel. If you can, that would be awesome. And also go check out Outliers, subscribe to their music videos, and go to Spotify and subscribe to their channel. And we'd appreciate it all. Hey, hey, uh, Joey, don't go anywhere. Stay right there. And peace out, rock on. Much love and good night. This is the loud spot outro by nothing short of tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the loud spot with Sebastian? Yes. Does nothing short of tragic have us back again? Yes. Does everything that's good really have to end? Yes. A pin post has a pin show, so to get more episodes, make an order, this is over. Thanks for watching our video. Don't forget to click the like and share button. Don't forget to go to our YouTube and subscribe. If you want to listen to our audio and pick up some cool merch, go to www.theloudspot.net. Peace out. Rock on. Much love. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. 
That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.